This is Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week, or the Chag of the week, with some practical lessons to keep. Of course, we are now at the Chag, the holiday of Sukkot, and we also talk about the idea, the Parsha of Vizosa where we can intertwine the two, and we could talk about the idea of how they are connected and how they are coming together and combining together. Of course, the holiday of Sukkot represents the idea where we leave our home, we leave the security of our home, of our four walls, and we go into the temporary structure, the temporary elements of the Sukkah, the hut, the booths, which reminds us of the booths that we had in the Midbar, in the desert, Way long ago, when we came out of Mitzrayim, when we left Egypt with Hashem's protection, Hashem taking care of us, leading us with Anane Hakova, leading us with the clouds of glory. In the Sukkah elements as well, of course, we see the Lulav, the Esrug, the Hadassim, and the Ravos, and the commentators point out how there are different things symbolized in the species. It comes together, the, the Yud and the K and the of the cave, the elements of Hashem's unity, each one represented by different of one of the species, also reminiscent of the fact that there are different types of Jews, the Jews that have Torah learning but no mitzvahs, mitzvahs but no Torah learning, mitzvahs and Torah learning, which is the Esrog, and a no mitzvahs and no Torah learning, which is the, the willow, the Arabah, and how we're supposed to take them all together. It's not even a kosher to have the lulav without all the elements, or to have the esr without all the elements. You need it to have them all together. They all have to be one single unit, otherwise it's not kosher, otherwise it doesn't count. There's also another aspect that the commentators point out, how, in the Sefer here it talks about how you, each element represents a different aspect of the body. One has the heart, one is the mouth, one is the spine, and one is the the another limit that you have to think and act and be in one. You have to say what you mean and mean what you're saying. You can't say one thing but act another way. Everything has to come together. Everything has to be one whole unit. So we see different things and different elements involved in Sukkot and involved in the Arba Minim and the Dalad Minim. And then we think about the Zosabracha, we think about how we come to the song, we see what the song, we see what the blessing is in our life. We have to look for the blessings that are in our life. Look for the brachos that are in our life and see how we could go about it and see what we could be involved with to to see how we could go about things in our own life and we can see how we could come together and bring those blessings to our life because sometimes we don't see the blessings sometimes we don't think about the blessings or remember that we have blessings in our life who is rich he who is happy with his lot he who sees the blessing in his life he who sees the blessings in his days and in his ways. What is the blessing in your life? If you're Zoha to have a spouse, if you're Zoha to have children, these are blessings in and of itself, in and of your life, and of the life of those around you. As we think about Sukkot and we come to Sukkot, which really starts very soon in just a few days or so, really less, 
And we think about how Vizosa Bracha comes, it's no coincidence that the two are often combined and come together, especially as we come to Simchas Torah later on in the holiday and we see the Torah coming to a close. We need to think about our blessings. We need to count our blessings and we need to think what we can do with the blessing that is each day that Hashem gives us with each aspect of each part of our life that Hashem gives us. What can we do with these blessings? How can we go about using these blessings? And how can we make sure that we live a blessed life? Sukkot is supposed to transform us and explain to us what is really important, what is truly important, and who is really there guiding everything and making us have everything in life. It comes from Hashem. We leave the permanent and enter the temporary, but really the whole life is temporary. Our whole life really is very temporary and we should realize that it's all from Hashem. It's all in Hashem's hands. Hashem guides us and leads us and we don't often remember or think about how it all comes from Hashem. What is the definition of true happiness? What is the definition of true joy? What is the definition of true success? Unfortunately, society gets it all wrong. It's all warped. It's all backwards. Society thinks that a true successful person is someone who's a millionaire, someone who makes a lot of money, someone who makes a lot of business deals, or someone who makes a lot accomplished in this life, or a lot of material aspects of this life. But of course, that's not the definition of success. That's not the definition of happiness and joy. If sukkah is supposed to be zman asim chaseinu, which is one of the terms that the Torah uses for it, the time of our happiness, the time of our simcha, the time of our joy, what really brings real joy in life, what brings real happiness in life, and what brings more elements of completion and success in this life, really it should come from Torah, from mitzvahs, from chesed, accomplishing great things in this life. Doing great things in this life, it comes from the Torah and following in Hashem's path. The person that is successful, that really is successful in life, really isn't the one that's paid the big bucks. In Shemayim and in the next world, they're paid the big bucks. But in this world, unfortunately, they're not. The people that get paid much are people that I don't think deserve it. The entertainers, the singers, the actors, the football players, the sports people. Why do they get all the money? What about the people that work so hard in their life to make a difference. The teachers, my wife is a Jewish educator, is a middle school teacher. For Judaic subjects, they get paid pennies. And I work in the DOE. I work with the children that have special needs and difficulties. Really difficult kids. I try to go many hours straight without taking the break until I, I get to see all those kids. And we make a little more than pennies. But still, it's pennies compared to where the money goes because success is seen as the wrong thing, in my opinion, in society. They're paid in the right way. Sukkot reminds us what real success is, what real happiness is, what real joy is, accomplishing great things in this world through Torah, through mitzvahs and chesed. Hashem guides us. Hashem gives us the protection. Be happy in your lot that you're a Jew, that you could do mitzvahs, you could do chesed, you could do Torah, and you can really influence the world to a better place. Yes, it might not be in paid in the material way and it might not be paid in the money way in the salary you want but hopefully it's paid in olam haba hopefully it's paid in the real schar and the real reward where it matters most and the olam ha'emes they talk about in the gemara and the sages the commentaries how 
a great sage would explain that the world, this world is opposite of the next world. In the next world, those who are on bottom really are on top, and those who are on top really are on bottom. In this world, those who are on top are seen as backwards things. The people whom society elevates and society gives a lot of money to are not really the people that deserve it, not really the people that are supposed to be on top in the next world are the people that really make nothing here but really make such a big difference in the Ulam HaEmes and Ulam Haba. Have real value, real joy, and real accomplishments in what you can do in life in mitzvahs and Torah and chesed and sukkah reminds us that. We think of Zosa Bracha, what are the blessings? Where are our blessings coming from? What can we do to make the world feel more blessed? To feel more wonderful, to feel more light, and to feel more peaceful. Put your elements, your aspects, your ability to make the world a better place, to make the world a more brighter place, to make the world a more peaceful place. If you have an ability, I always talk about, you have a capability, you have a talent, you have something you could do, you need to use it in the world to make good, to do more good, to bring more blessing, to bring more light into this world, more chesed and more wonder, wonderful aspects to this world. Use your capabilities. You have a sheer a show, a podcast. I try to make a difference a tiny bit in my four, almost my elements of using my different shows in different ways. What can you do to make the world a better place? If you're a writer, you're an orator, what can you do to make the world more brighter and more elemental, elementally perfect? Take your blessings, use your blessings. So his last will and testament, Moshe, really on his last day, he goes about, he blesses the people, his beloved people, he goes around and he talks to them and uh, talks to them about the shira and then he talks to them about the aspect of the world and he leaves them with a lasting will and testament to follow in Hashem's ways, to do Torah, to do mitzvahs, to do chesed and we should remember that we need to use our blessings, our days, to make a good difference in the world, a wonderful difference in this world. Through our capabilities, through our talents, we see sukkahs and we see that we're supposed to be happy, we're supposed to feel fulfilled, and we're supposed to feel that we're going in the derech Hashem, following in the good things, and understand where real success comes, real happiness comes, and real fulfillment comes. Ezehu hashir asamech bechalko, be happy in your lot that you are a Jew who's able to do Torah, who's able to do chesed, able to do mitzvahs, to make the world a better place. Even though we might not be monetarily reimbursed for the good work that we try to do, understand that's not where the real reimbursement comes. As you take in the lulav and the esrog and the hadassam and the ravos, which each represents a different aspect of the person, whether the heart or whether the lips or whether the mind, whatever it's representing and representing each type of different Jew, those with mitzvahs, those without mitzvahs, those with Torah learning and wisdom, those without. We take those things together, we realize we're all fundamentally part of one unit. We're all here to contribute something. We're all here to do something to make the world better, brighter, and more wonderful. Take those things together. Take those blessings as we come to Vizos Bracham. And God willing, next time we'll talk about Barashas as we begin the Torah anew and we dance around the Torah, understanding that we have the privilege to get through another cycle of the Torah. Take those things to heart and remember your blessings. Vizos Bracha and Sukkot combine to come together to realize that life is a blessing. Each day is a blessing. We are here to make a difference and we should be Zocha to make the world brighter and lighter, more beautiful, and more bright each day. And we should all be zolchet to sit together in the real sukkah shalim, and here b'menu in the base of Migdash, may it speedily be rebuilt in our days, and may that day, in fact, be today. Wishing everyone a chag kosher v'sameach, 
Afrelechen, happy Simchas Sukkot to one and to all. This has been at the TTP, Tonic Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha or the Chag of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.